Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. This week, my guest is a Cali native, hey. a certified baddie, and someone who thinks every day is brunch, Chef Aaron. Hey love, how are you? What's up, what's up, Steffi? How are you doing? I'm so glad to be here, so thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming. So you are my first chef, Yay! which is amazing because we talk about food all the time. And I'm so happy to have finally a chef on um, to give us some tips and tricks and all of that stuff. Yes, girl. How are you, though? How's everything going with you? <sighs> everything is good. Um, I am building my brand, you know, and it's always exciting in the very beginning steps. But it's also very intimidating because you're building from the ground up. You know, you're switching uh, directions. Whereas mm-hmm. I always kind of knew that I wanted to build my brand and have my own business and um, do all of that. But I just didn't know how I wanted to do it or when I was going to do it. And there's no better time than COVID shutting all that shit down and be like, all right, <laughs> it's definitely time for you to go out on your own because at the end of the day, you know, you're just another number in the corporate world. And mm-hmm. there's always somebody that can replace your position. And it's time for me to really build my foundation and um, do what I really love. And what I really love doing is cooking and providing an experience for people. So yeah, that's amazing. I feel like a lot of people have definitely um, zoned in on their purpose. Yes. During COVID. I mean, a lot of people haven't, but I feel like I've surrounded myself with people who have, and that's, that's a blessing in the midst of all the bullshit (sighs) that's gone on. But we're definitely going to talk about your brand more a little bit later in the show. Yes. First, I wanted to do a little quick icebreaker catch up. So it's a, would you rather game? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So the first question is, I want you to answer the question and why you choose that answer okay okay all right so would you rather only be allowed to drink beer or coffee oh my gosh she gave me two bad choices (laughs) (laughs) um definitely beer i first off i want to say i hate the smell the taste everything of coffee so i would Mm. rather die um beer you know, I'm going to just choose that because there are some really good beers out there, especially like some artisanal type beers that I'm like, okay, I could deal with that don't right. necessarily give you that like bloat that everybody mm-hmm. be getting at beer belly. So I feel like I would definitely, I would definitely go with beer, especially a good restaurant, but ice cold restaurant from the Jamaica. <laughs> I'm about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't like beer or coffee. So when I read that, I was just like, oh, my God, like how? Why why are you giving me these two options? But it's true. Um, There is a Belgian beer that I used to drink. um, Duvel. Duvel. That sounds really familiar. So it's a it's like a sparkly beer, Ooh, like it's okay, yeah, and it's real. It's a pale ale, so it's not that strong yeah. as far as like flavor. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. I don't know how much I could actually drink of it, right. but you know, it, I'm not a coffee drinker. The way I so I'll go to like Starbucks right. or Dunkin' Absolutely. and stuff like that, but it's like I need the sugary vanilla sweetener, and it has to be a latte. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely more like milk in it than coffee. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I I do not. I don't even have a coffee maker. Girl, like. I definitely don't. And when I go into Starbucks, the only two drinks that I get are a passion tea lemonade or an mm. iced vanilla chai. You will never catch me having any form of coffee. Like, I'd rather starve. Or be dehydrated. <laughs> the Starbucks lemonades are fire, fire bro. Fire. And then, like, adding the flavored sweeteners that they have. When they have mm-hmm. peach, girl will yes. set that lemonade <laughs> off, yo. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Okay. So, question number two. Okay. Would you rather never eat cheese or chocolate again? Never eat chocolate again. Girl, oh, that was easy. That was easy. <laughs> but okay, depending on what kind of chocolate. Cause Ooh. if we're doing the candy chocolate, definitely. I'm not a huge chocolate fan anyway. Um right. so for me, that's like really easy. Like I could definitely live without chocolate. But if we talking about a good chocolate man, girl, <laughs> I may not have I can't. That's not listen, we're not choosing, like he's not on there. We're gonna have him anyway. We're okay? gonna have him like, anyway. Definitely. He's the exception. Okay. Definitely. Um I'm a big cheese eater too. Man, like, I love I cheese. snack on cheese like nobody's business. It's ridiculous. And not just like the little sticks girl, or whatever. Girl, like no. I'll get a block of cheese, whatever All it is. That. And if I'm just like, mm, I want some I'll I'll buy okay, so I know like the cheese sticks, the um, polio uh-huh. or whatever, the mozzarella. I don't got time for that. No. That's a lot of money for a lot of gimmicks. That's I literally insane. buy the bo- the block of cheese and I'd be oh, there slicing my it. little pieces of cheese. I don't even care. Girl, it's it, so fucking I good. I love it. And I'm also like really bougie when it comes to cheese. So I really will go to the deli to like have like different types of sliced cheese just <laughs> to snack on. And then the store over by my house Bro, when I tell you that they have all different types of cheese, like already sliced, like they already know I'm coming in here to grab it. <laughs> Man, there's... cheese is the reason why I couldn't get go vegan. Like Dead I just ass. can't. Dead ass. I couldn't. <laughs> like I love vegan food, but I gotta give a cheat, bro. You can save I that. Need cheese. I'm good. Italian food is my favorite Ooh, food. Yes. So like, I need I need cheese in all my life. Like I just need cheese. I I cannot. Okay. Um, question number three, would you rather only be allowed to eat bread as a carbohydrate Mm -hmm. or only allowed to eat pasta? Ooh, that's a good one. It'll probably have to be pasta. And I'm Mm -hmm. only saying that because I really love bread, but for some reason, as I've gotten older, I haven't been able to digest it the way I used to. I'm definitely not like, I don't have an intolerance towards it, but it's a little slow going down. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. pasta, girl, like, because I'll just love making homemade pasta. There's so many things to do with that. So, and it's so easy. It's so easy. People make it so complicated. And it's so, it's literally like three ingredients. People make it complicated. And I'm just like, nah, I'm trying to have all the fresh pasta, all the pasta in the world. Like, Pasta is fire. Now, I don't know if I can do without like my deli sandwiches or my chopped cheeses, but. <laughs> I definitely love my pasta, like I said. And plus, like, when it's just me eating alone, like, you know how easy it is to boil, like, a half a cup of pasta and chop some shit up and just put it in the... And just make... Two seconds. And make a good little pasta dish for yourself and you're good to go. Like, pasta is one of the easiest things, but people just really overthink it. That's really what it is, you know? Yeah, way easier than rice, for sure. Bro, like, legit, I have a rice cooker. Like, I can make rice. I could definitely make rice, but I just don't want to deal with the issues of making rice. Like I'm getting that rice cooker, throwing that in. I need a rice set cooker. it and forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if 
I had a rice cooker, I'd probably eat rice more often. I hate making rice. And it's not that I, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like sometimes you might just put a little bit too much water or a little bit too little water. And it's just like, or the the heat was on too high and it evaporated too fast. Like, I just. It's so much. You know, it took me for, (laughs) at like, I remember in culinary school, I legit could not cook rice. I was always burning it. It was either burnt or it was mushy. And Mm. for the life of me, it took me really being like working in restaurants and my um like chefs really like cussing me the fuck out, ready to like get me off the line and all that for me and be like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and learn how to cook this rice. <laughs> 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 Let me not be, I don't want rice haunting me in my dreams because it definitely did for a couple of days. Right, right. Okay, so this is gonna be the last one and I think this is gonna be a good okay. one. Okay. Would you rather never be allowed cheese on your burgers Ooh. or pizza Ooh. ever again? Bro, I'm going to have to go with cheese on the burgers because what is pizza without cheese? <laughs> it's just, I don't even know. I, it's Joe just bread sauce. and sauce. And I definitely, I honestly hate tomato sauce. The only time I really mm. eat it is on pizza. I don't know what it is. I love tomatoes, but for some reason, I've really just been like, I'm straight on tomato sauce. But I definitely need that <laughs> cheese on the pizza because. What's what? what's pizza without? It's not even pizza anymore without cheese. Like, Girl, you know how they have those cute little pizzas where it's like they sprinkle the mozzarella on it. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Listen, no, I need the cheese to pull. Okay? Like, like pull, I, <laughs> I need it to be. I got to wrap it around my finger a couple of times. <laughs> You feel me? Like, I need to enjoy the cheesiness. And everybody's always just like, you're so OD when you do cheese. So what? Like, you don't really, you're it's not about that cheese It's cheese and it's delicious. Exactly, like, girl. And I'm from New York, so, like, this may be a hot take, but we have the best pizza. So I don't even want to hear Look, it. I'm still <laughs> mad that I have not really been in New York yet. Like, it's, oh, man. I really want to go, but I'm just like, do I want to do a solo trip or like, and I know people from New York and it's just like, mm-hmm. get your ass out to New York before like you move because then you're going to be mad that it was only like a, well, now it's like a five hour drive, like six hour drive. But when I was in Philly, right. girl, it was like two and a half hours and I was tripping. Didn't even take advantage. <laughs> yeah, Philly's definitely right there. Like, you were definitely bugging for not coming up here. And it's like now, like, now you have to wait for the weather to warm Girl. up. Because ain't shit to do out here now. Girl. And then with everything shutting down all over again, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, 2021, <laughs> summer-ish, maybe, you know, I'll catch a flight. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you you definitely should experience New York. I'm always telling people don't bother, but if you've never been here before, yeah. I think you should experience it at least definitely. once. That's how I feel about California. I feel like, especially LA, I'm just like... I'm dying to go to Cali. You, gotta, like, you <laughs> have no idea. Like, I yeah. am dying. I'm trying to get a Cali boo. Like, Girl, these niggas ain't shit out there. But that's how I feel about New York. Oh, my God. They shit out. But, no, it's, like, L.A. Like, I guess because, like, New York has, like, L.A. dudes. Like, New York, like, you got these specific New York dudes that you're like, nah. Like, L.A. is, like, you got to bob and weave. Like, you got to figure out the intricacies of (laughs) what type of trash they're trying to give you, the lingo they're trying to speak. Like, it's so, it's a whole Tetris game. So I met, I kind of met this guy virtually and he lives in, he lives in Vegas now, but he's from like Long Beach and I don't know nothing about nothing, right? 
Yeah, and he kind of so he kind of looks like YG a little bit, right? Oh, oh he, he and he ain't shit. He probably ain't shit, but I'm just so like, I'm like, oh, he's cute though. Like he's so different. And it's funny because before he even told me he was from the West Mm -hmm. Coast, before we even talked, like I looked at his picture, I was like... This man is definitely from like Cali. Or you could just like that. tell, it like YG. Yo, like it was. I bet you I his mean, fit was like it. so West Coast. Like probably the way he was standing, <laughs> all of that was just yeah. Off like, the LA I, I just knew he wasn't from the East Coast. Like I could just tell off that, yep. and I was just like, oh, he's kind of cute, little, okay. little West Coast thing. Okay. So I, mean, I don't if know. If he's we'll trying see. to catch, if he paying for the flight, first off, listen. Look, he better okay. go ahead and get flued out real quick. <laughs> I'm trying to get flued out to Cali. Yes, girl. That's how you know it's real. When you all the way on the other side of the coast, like, oh, baby, you trying to fly me out? Bets you gonna get it all. Right. All right, I got For you. Sure. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna get into our first segment, okay. um, and it's called Eat Your Heart Out, where we talk about like diet plans, diet trends, okay. just give tips and tricks about all of that. Um. Today, I actually want to talk about meal planning and planning, you know, whether it's, you know, for the week, for the month or whatever have you um, and getting back into it after not doing it for a long time. So I was big on meal planning um, a couple of years back and I'm not even going to hold you. I lost a lot of weight and maintained Mm -hmm. my weight loss when I was meal planning. Mm But girl, I don't know what happened. Now I don't want to be eating leftovers. I didn't even eat the Thanksgiving leftovers in my fridge. Like, oh, it's all about the leftovers. Oh my god, I think I'm just over it, and I need to like retrain my brain yeah. because, like, there's nothing wrong with leftovers as long as they're stored properly. Absolutely. But like, I'll just see them, and I guess when you pull them out the fridge, it's like they be cold food, right? They be like, look a little ugh. funny. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> so I gotta get back into it. So. Um, I found a couple of tips and the first one is to start small. Mm, Um, if you have never created a meal plan or are getting back into it after a long time, it may feel a a bit daunting. Mm. Developing a meal planning habit is no different than making any other positive change in your life. Starting small and slowly building confidence is a great way to sustain it. Um, so when it comes to meal planning, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the best thing to look out for um first off you have to have a plan if you mm-hmm. don't have a plan you feel me you are just going to drive yourself crazy because you're going to be spending a lot of money you know mm-hmm. you are not going to really realize how long it may take to cook certain things um and just how daunting it can feel when you're you feel because a lot of people are prepping like five to seven days, you know, and right. for me, that's actually too long. I like to prep at least like two to three days at a time mm-hmm. just because I'm real big on variety. Some people just don't have the time to just be doing variety or they don't necessarily have that kind of skill in cooking to do variety. So mm-hmm. when you're starting out, you really have to look like you really have to plan and strategize first before just going to the store and then don't go to the store hungry. Cause you're going to be all <laughs> over the place, <laughs> you know, looking for things that um, don't necessarily have to do with the diet or the mm-hmm. um, way of training that you're trying to do. And so um, definitely will say that, but I feel like outside of planning, 
just having confidence is what you really have to look out for because it's such a big task, you know, when you're getting your containers together, when you're trying to strategize on what it is that you want to cook, when you're actually Mm -hmm. doing the cooking, the cleanup is a lot, you know, and Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you have everything under control, you know, in a sense, or you feel like you can do this and you can do it consistently. That's the biggest thing is that for a lot of people, they're like, oh, hell no. Like I can't do meal prep for a whole week. I can't do this, you know, for a whole month or a couple months Mm -hmm. to sustain or to aid in, you know, whatever type of goals that they have. And so you have to find, like you said, it has to, you have to start off small. Once you start going small and you start completing those tasks, then you feel confident enough to take on more, which creates the consistency that you need to stay on top of it. Cause look, there are days where I'm just like, no, I don't want to <laughs> do it. Like it's too much, you know, it's, it can be a lot. It's just a lot, you know, and then having to, like you say, retrain your mind and keep it trained and stay motivated to meal prep. Mm-hmm. Because for a lot of us that will make or break you know, our weight loss or our weight gain, whatever it is that our goal is, because we aren't staying consistent in what we're eating at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I think the um, so when I was doing the meal prepping, mm-hmm. I like deleted all of the like ordering apps. Me too. From my phone. Me too. Because let me tell you something, even if it was already done in my fridge and all mm-hmm. I had to do was take it out and pop it in the microwave, oh. I was still like, I would rather order something from all like Grubhub. All of it. It was ridiculous the way like my mind really started running like that. And I was just like, okay, DoorDash. Okay, Grubhub. Okay, Uber Eats. Y'all mm-hmm. gotta go because uh, I will quickly in a second spend $25 <laughs> and it's always $25. Always. Like, why can't I get one meal for 12 like, Why? Why? I don't if understand. If I it. go to the, and I'm in New York, right? So all I have to do is really walk to the Chinese food restaurant down Girl. the block, right? Mm-hmm. And I can get something for like $9.95. Oh, but once I order on Grubhub, it's $17. And, and I'm just like, and then you got a tip because, like, we're really in a pandemic and people really right. need to get tipped. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, like, I'm at $25, almost $30 for a meal that was like 10 This is crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's so ridiculous. And yet we still do it. And that's the the problem. Like, I just don't understand. But one day I'm going to get my life together. I swear. Same. Because (laughs) I'm just at that point where I felt like I've been like freely doing too much with eating. And now I need to (laughs) pull in the reins a little bit and really get back to just meal prepping. Because one, it saved my wallet a whole bunch of money. I've been Mm -hmm. spending money on going out to eat and delivery service like I'm a millionaire. Like, I'm a millionaire, and I just got money to just be spending. So, absolutely. We got to get back. We have to. Yeah, for sure. One of the other tips Mm -hmm. is to keep a well-stocked pantry. Oh, yes. What what would be some of, like, the basics or, like, the essentials, you would say, that you would keep in your pantry if you wanted a meal prep? Okay, so definitely i feel like you have to have the specific like you have to have snacks i know everybody isn't a snacker but what it does is it helps with the hunger pangs because Mm -hmm. your body you have to you're retraining your body so how you used to eat is not how you necessarily eat when you're meal prepping and so um just having those healthy available snacks that um are your go-to's having that in the pantry and in the fridge uh definitely having your go-to seasonings because mm-hmm. you know you when you're in, you want everything to taste good girl 
Yes. You know, and people don't know how to season. <laughs> and it's just like, I need to have, you know, my, like for me, my go-tos are salt, pepper, and granulated garlic. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. everything has to have all three of those things on it, you know? Right, and for sure. That way I can control a whole lot more. I'm not doing extra. I'm not putting all these sauces and everything on it to build up the mm-hmm. calories. And then it's too much. It's not, it's a regular meal. It's not even meal prepping anymore. Right. Um. Let me see. I feel, for me, I, so when I meal prep, um, I normally will go into um, having like a keto pantry it mm-hmm. helps for me just because carbs and sugar are like my nightmare. The devil. They're the devil, <laughs> you know? And so I literally made sure I had zero of any of it because it just creates distractions for me. So me having um like my specific like flowers that I needed, mm-hmm. like say for instance, if I wanted to have like um some cookies, you know, <laughs> and mm. instead of me going to go buy cookies, you know, I make it like a keto way. Um, so having right. those specific ingredients, definitely having um carbonated water. Mm. So that carbonated like I don't I haven't drank soda in years, but I realized for me that when I started um, meal prepping that I start craving sugar a lot more. Right. And so in order to curb that, I'll have like carbonated flavored water and it mm-hmm. just, it kills all of that. Cause I feel like I'm drinking soda and then my mind is being tricked as if I got real sugar going on. <laughs> and <laughs> it's literally, you know, that's always a go-to for me. Um, also cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese is just, it's it's a lifesaver, I'm telling it's you. It's a lifesaver. And then I also had, uh, um, I'm going to do the fridge and the pantry. Um, I would mm-hmm. definitely have go-to like meal kits. So like say for instance, if I didn't have time to uh, meal prep, like I'd have like a little salad in the bag or something like that, that um, if I'm working too long and I just don't want to cook, like I could just break out a salad really quick or um, have, you know, the grocery store now has a lot of frozen healthy meals that are Mm -hmm. really within you know people's particular diets and likes and so just having a couple of those just stocked just Just in case case. just in case because it'd be those days where you stressed out and you want a burger you want a slice of pizza and it's like no let me go heat this up Mm -hmm. really quick so right right for me that's actually smart yeah so for me those are like those are my essentials um, that I would normally go to with the pantry and the fridge because that's really what helps me. Oh, one big thing I'm really, really big on is having like nuts. So like nuts that are like in a snack pack. Mm-hmm. So those actually help me when I'm like starving as well. You know, yeah. that um, just having those on the go, grab and go kind of things um, that you could put in your backpack or your purse. Those just help with not only, you know, like getting protein, um, the extra fat that you may need, but just kind of like taking your mind off the fact that you want to have like a full like grown man meal. So, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, I'm not big on like nuts. Like I'll mm-hmm. eat like peanuts and stuff, but mm-hmm. I get tired of them after a while. Like I really get tired. Um what I like to do is sometimes I'll take like a dry cereal and okay. put them in like little Ziploc bags. Yep. So I'll have like a little snack pack of those. Okay. So I grew up eating kicks and oh, kicks isn't I that never bad. I did. Like every, I felt like that was a treat for me. Like shredded wheat. It was my go-to with shredded wheat. Like I, that's on some old people shit. Like <laughs> shredded wheat. <laughs> 
Not shredded wheat. I don't even think I've ever eaten shredded wheat. Like it's just, and my son loves. Um, he likes the frosted one, like the frosted mini wheat or whatever. Definitely, that was a part of the whole rotation. Was the regular and then the frosted, and then I would add a little bit of extra sugar on it. I look at him eating it, and I'm just like. That looks like straw. Like, Girl, ew. it's so fire. Like, I can't believe as an adult, I still, like, once in a blue moon, go get some mini wheats. And just sniff them <laughs> as if I'm a child again. That is hilarious. Yes. Um, But kicks are actually sweet. And they're not, they don't have that much sugar okay. or that many calories. That's not bad. Um, yeah, I love kicks. Like, and it's like, I don't like them with milk. I'm not a big milk drinker. Like, cow's milk. It's it's not for me. As much as I love cheese, girl, I cannot either, drink. But milk. I will down some almond milk in a quick second. Do you do you drink it like alone? Like definitely a glass not. of almond girl, milk. Definitely not. Oh, okay, <laughs> definitely. I just don't honestly. And this is probably gonna sound weird. I just don't like how milk or like any type of like liquid like that is how it feels in my mouth. It's it, it's like it's like phlegm. Exactly. It's like phlegm. That's every exactly. time I see milk being cold. Okay, so this girl, is, I feel gross. This out. is like a trigger warning. Okay, <laughs> this is definitely a trigger warning. But you know, like when you see like people drinking milk in like a glass, and they they put it down, and it like you see that, the film yeah, like on top <laughs> of it. Girl, it is Ugh. so disgusting. And so I just I'm like, I'm yeah, good. no, seriously. I'm good. So I never, I never liked milk. And people always used to come for me back in the days talking about, oh, you need to drink your milk. Girl. You need the calcium, blah, oh, blah, blah. Now everybody is against milk right. and, and milk is terrible. And I've been like, I've been on that wave since I was like seven yes. years old. Milk alternatives <laughs> Catch now because ain't nobody got time for regular milk. I just, and it's crazy because even as a kid when I would have cereal, I'd have like all this milk in a bowl and definitely pour it down the sink. For sure. It milk was only meant to like wet Cold. cereal. It coated. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Other than that, like, no, I'm good. Unless it was a chocolate cereal. Oh no. Like oh, but you don't really like chocolate exactly. like that. So let me tell you. So like... my favorite cereal well, not my favorite, but I really enjoy chocolate cereal. So once in a while, uh-huh. like I'll just buy like a box of um cocoa pebbles and I'm just okay. like, yes, I'm so excited. Okay. And it'll literally be like my dinner one day. And I get so hyped. It's terrible and I'm such a kid sometimes, but even with, but I do it now with like a cashew milk, like a sweet and cashew a milk. Sweet and cat girl, I'm in a cashew. So good. Ooh, girl, I love cashew milk over almond milk but because milk. it's a little bit creamier. Yeah, it is, and it does have that. For me, it has that texture of heavy cream, and I really mm-hmm. like heavy cream. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, mm. I'm big on the cashew milk. Yes, and the milk alternatives for sure. I'm always trying the new ones. Girl. Have you ever tried pea milk? No. And I've been hearing about it and I'm just like, I haven't tried it either. I just hate saying it. Cause I it's know, like pea, pea milk. milk. <laughs> and I haven't, people have been on that goat milk wave too. And the oat milk mm. too. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do the goat milk because that's just like cow milk. And it's like, that's, that's like, okay. I don't, I don't want to do that. But oat milk would be kind of, interesting yes i, I feel, feel like, like i just want to kind of try it just to see because i swear when i tell you i have a bougie grocery store right next to me and it's like 10 different types of milk alternatives and i'm like where do all these come from who knows but i'm here for it i'm, I'm definitely, definitely here, here for, for it, it. <laughs> definitely um another tip was to plan for and repurpose your leftovers which we just talked about i hate leftovers <laughs> mm-hmm. but i think that's smart because yes. like if you're um, I like to make these like 
fake chipotle bowls so i'll take mm-hmm. like a little bit of brown rice mm-hmm. a little bit of ground meat uh cheese sour cream mm-hmm. and i'll just nuke that in the microwave mix it all up and i love that okay. shit because i love i love messy food Girl, like, me too. don't ever ask to see a picture of my food because it's probably not gonna look appetizing but let me tell I you like mixing it all this up. shit slaps i'm yes. like mixing it. let me tell you like i'm not gonna hold you for thanksgiving my main go-tos like for christmas or thing and thanksgiving are stuffing mac and cheese and gravy mm, let yes. all that in a bowl like all mixed together <laughs> yo that's straight fire can't nobody tell me nothing else so i totally feel you like about the messy food yes um before covid there's this bar not far from me and they have like um i guess they're called like disco fries or something like that but it's um it's French fries, and then it has like some type of like sausage or something, and then gravy on Yo, top. Oh, fire! Anything with a gravy, anything. like, and it's terrible. But I love, anything I love messy like food. Anything. Like, and I'm literally the one when I go to Chipotle, like people be eating their their bowl all neat. No, no, I'm, I'm diving in that all of that hand motion and up. everything. <laughs> I'm really, I'm not about to be sitting here here eating dainty food like that. Like a burrito is meant to be messy. Period. For sure. For (laughs) sure. Like everything has to be mixed together. They're all in the recipe for a reason. They all complement each other. I want it. I want it all in my mouth at the same time. And it's going all going down the same pipe. So what are y'all tripping about separating and eating? Girl. But you know what's funny? When I was younger... Mm -hmm. And I still do this now, kind of. So, like, if I have something like French fries and a burger Mm -hmm. or, like, chicken tenders or, like, fast food, I usually eat all my French fries first. I don't understand (laughs) it. I don't understand. And I'll be so mad. Like, by the time I get to my burger, like, I have no fries left. I don't. (laughs) I definitely don't get why I go to the fries first. It's so weird. And I eat them all. All of them. And it's just like, girl, now I have this burger over here. I kind of don't even want it anymore. I just stuff right. my face with all these fries, but burger's really a little cold and shit. Like, girl, it's, it's really totally about the fries, about the low fries. key. Low key. It really is. Um, Let's see. Another tip was okay. to freeze your foods. So you want to yes. cook large batches yes. and then freeze your food. And I'm not going to hold yes. you. That kind of disgusts me a little bit. I hate Girl, I don't do it. defrosting food. <laughs> I So I will, like, I've had clients in the past where, like, I tell them to do that because they just have such a busy schedule and it helps hold right. the food. But me personally, everything is in the fridge. And that's why I only cook two to three days at a time because I mm-hmm. want it to be as fresh as possible. Yeah. Um. I, I have this friend I used to work mm-hmm. with and she literally would make food mm-hmm. and right away put it in the freezer. Like oh, Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving day or whatever, she would put it in the freezer so that in a month or whatever, she could just take it out right. and defrost it. And I'm not going to lie. Like I would see her food mm-hmm. and I'm like, if she wouldn't have told me that it, it was, was in the straight, freezer. Yeah. It was it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I knew <clears throat> that there was probably like those little ice particles on it like that. Just, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I literally cannot. Girl, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then freezer burn is real. So people be really trying to still eat food that is freezer. But like, bro, do you not see all these ice particles that have cultivated on this piece of steak? Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, what is it? What is freezer burn exactly? Like? So freezer burn pretty much is where the protein, there's really no 
like nutritional value. There's no proteins. Everything is pretty much like dyed out of it. So that's what starts to turn it. Like you will see meat is like the easiest to freezer burn because it's Mm -hmm. only meant to, it only has a shelf life for so many days. And so once Mm -hmm. you go outside of that shelf life, it's like the ice particles and everything is really trying to feed on something that's not really there, you know? And so that's how you get the freezer burn. And then like the smell of it, you know, it just, the longer you have it in the freezer, the longer that's that, like, not the longer, but the worse the smell gets. And mm-hmm. it's just not a good look. People be really thinking that they can just thaw it out and it's like good to go. No, bro. If you have anything in your freezer, and this is a PSA announcement, and it has freezer burn on it, it's starting to turn dark brown and whatnot. Throw that baby away. Right. It's just time it's, to let it go. It's not, <laughs> it's not it's good. It's time. <laughs> it's okay to let it go yes. definitely um other tips were to pre-portion your meals yep. wash and prep your fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. right away um use your slow or pressure cooker i have a pressure cooker or not a pressure cooker a crock pot okay. is that the same thing two, they're two different things okay God, I <laughs> uh, clearly i don't use it i think i used it like once to make like a um i saw a recipe and this is why i bought mm-hmm. it specifically for this one recipe it was to make like pork shoulder Ooh, yes. in there like so you would just like slow cook mm-hmm. it in there i didn't like it i was like for all of that i'll put it in the oven Girl, like it takes the same amount of time it does. like really i feel like crock pots are meant for people that like have busy lives and that like leave and be gone all day and they come back yeah. and their food is done other than yeah. that, you might as well get something like a like so like an Instapot. That's a pressure cooker. That's mm. for you know if you are you can make meals in like 20, 30 minutes. I actually use the Instapot, and I kind of want to get one for myself now. I already got too many appliances, but <laughs> yeah, an Instapot definitely works wonders, especially for people who meal prep, people who are trying to like live a healthier lifestyle. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many different settings that you can use to cook it, whether it's kind of like grilling or sauteing or you Mm. know like any of that and it just instantly cooks your food that pressurized cooking life is something something vicious okay so let me ask you your opinion on air fryers how do you feel about those because that's like the new wave now i saw it compared to like air fryers Mm -hmm. are the george foreman girls of 2020 I am not going to hold you like in the very beginning when air fryers first started coming out, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean an (laughs) air fryer? Like if you're going to fry your food, you're going to fry your food. And then I tried one. I was like, okay. Like I could see why people, you know, they still want to have that fried food, like type of feel Mm -hmm. to it, you know, but me personally, I'm just, it ain't for for me. For some people, yeah, like they can do all of that. It, I understand the science behind it, so I get it. But no, if I'm gonna have fried food, I'm gonna have fried food. <laughs> um, I tried making French fries in the mm-hmm. air fryer. I don't like them. Yeah, like it's just not the same. It isn't. Um, my son, he only eats French fries, and he does not like them in the air fryer, like at all. Uh, so I have to sit here and chop potatoes and actually fry them. Girl, Whatever. It, it's a. It's, but it's so bomb, isn't it, bomb though? <laughs> I mean, it's better than the, than the air fryer. I'm not going to lie. It's way better than the air fryer. Chicken. Chicken in the air fryer is pretty good. I Yeah. And that's the only thing. But I'm just like, eh. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really know. So I was listening to this podcast mm-hmm. one day and there was this girl, I don't remember who it was, but she was talking about how like we have to be careful with air fryers because um, the way that it fries your food mm-hmm. or whatever, like it just, it does something to the molecules of the food and we don't know what it's actually doing. And she was just like, you know, I don't know if she was for real and if she actually did right. research. Um, but I, it kind of scared me because I'm like, I put all my son's chicken in the air fryer. Like, is he going to be fucked up like in 20 years? I mean, that's kind of like the same wave that people are on with microwaves. Right. So. Yeah. D- yeah, that's depending true. Depending on where you lie and how, you know, strongly you feel about microwaves. <laughs> the same thing for an air fryer. That's that's a fact. And microwaves are like such a staple like in kitchens now. Like it's like you get a house, you have sometimes houses come with microwaves exactly. like built in. So it's, it's mm-hmm. like you need a refrigerator, you need a microwave. And you want to so, know I don't know. What's crazy is when I was in culinary school, like micro microwaves were the devil. Like we didn't do microwaves, mm. you know, and then working in kitchens, you don't have a microwave. Like if you got to reheat something, you're making it fresh or you're putting it in the oven. And so for like Four, almost five years, I did not have a microwave. I didn't use mm-hmm. one, any of that, until I moved into an apartment that had one. And I'm like, oh, I kind of miss having a microwave to instantly heat food <laughs> up. But for a right. long time, oven all day. And then I have to wait. Because <laughs> it takes a minute. Girl. Like, preheating my oven is a, like... Why is it taking so long? Like, doesn't it just get hot? And then I'll be cheating and don't be waiting a full time for it to preheat. So I'm already <laughs> having it in there, like, after, like, five minutes. Just all impatient because <laughs> I need my food. No patience. Done. And you know what? In this day and age, we need, like, instant gratification. And it. that's what, like, all of that, yes. like, stems from. The air fryer, the microwave, the Instapot, all the of that. Instapot. It's like, we don't have time. <laughs> no time wait. for anything. That's it's crazy and it's just gonna get worse it's gonna get worse if you had to build a um like a meal planning day Mm -hmm. breakfast lunch and dinner what would you make okay so for breakfast i would definitely go to um boiled eggs and probably like a smoothie i feel and i'll say that because i'm a huge breakfast connoisseur like huge mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. in my brand. And I just feel like if you're going to eat breakfast, you're going to really eat breakfast. You can't be on no right. like, I mean, yes, you got to have healthy breakfast, but like I want a fattening breakfast kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to just stick to some eggs, like two eggs and like a really good like date smoothie or something like that. Um, okay. For lunch, meal prep wise, I'm going to go to like a, like a rice bowl. Or like a, um, so something that has like brown rice, you know, that has maybe like two or three veggies, like some Brussels sprouts and some broccoli, cherry tomatoes. Um, I am a huge fish person. So I'll always have like a piece of salmon on there Mm -hmm. with a dressing that I probably made from either like a quick dressing I made from scratch or, you know, one of the healthier versions of like dressings and whatnot. Um, definitely have to have avocado on there that I need avocado at every meal. Avocado's God. First of all, let me tell you those are facts. <laughs> let me tell you that. Yes, absolutely. People are so weird when they're like, I don't like the taste of avocado. Something's wrong with you. You were born <laughs> when you fell on your head as a child for you to even say things like that. And then um, for dinner, 
my go-to or like meal prep wise would probably be um dang that's a hard one because sometimes I go back and forth with things it will probably be something that has um like another variation of a bowl I think I would do Mm -hmm. like just without the rice but more like heavier on the protein so I'd probably get like some steak um Mm -hmm. some like chickpeas or something um definitely have more avocado and just like really build on like sweet potatoes those are really filling so I would like roast some huge sweet potato chunks and uh, um just kill that you know because by Mm -hmm. then I'm not really as hungry because I'm tired like you know then I stop eating by seven so right you know like you're eating a whole lot lighter and Honestly, when I don't feel like doing nothing, those three things are like my go-tos and I'll just rock with that for a couple of days. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, meal planning is just so it's it can be so versatile and yes. you can have a lot of fun with it. Definitely. Like I learned a lot of recipes while meal planning. Yes. Like when I first started doing it um a couple of years mm-hmm. back and I was doing it every week, like I would just I would take um recipes that I grew up with Mm -hmm. like you know like rice and peas Mm -hmm. and things like that and I would make it with like brown rice but I would have more pigeon peas and I would have rice Mm -hmm. and like I would just try to make variables so I would do that and then I would do um like uh like a steak it's what is it I can't even think of it but um it was like like a pepper steak okay kind of situation um but again like I wouldn't I wouldn't use that much fatty things in it like Mm -hmm. I would just I would try to I would try to eat the foods I like but try to make them a little bit more um you know healthier plus I would control my portions so it's like you don't have to like eat the bro foods where it's just like you're eating grilled chicken or ground turkey right and all of that shit like you can have the food you like you just have to be a little bit more mindful of how you're preparing them and and all of that so yeah, and it's moderation. That's- and honestly, that's a really good tip for um people who are like really like real beginners with meal prepping mm-hmm. is starting with things that you like and just substituting those things. So if you like, you know, having white rice, substitute it for brown rice. You know, mm-hmm. if you like having fried chicken, substitute it for baked chicken or for grilled chicken, you know, mm-hmm. um, those small types of things, you always want to start small enough to be in control. Then as right. you get confident, then you can start building on what it is, you know. I know for me, um, even with being a chef, sometimes like I would lose like my creative funk when it comes to meal prepping because I want to get extra and I want to just do all these things that I'm like, no, you got to bring it back. And Pinterest was always really good for me. So yeah, I was I always found great recipes on Pinterest. Girl. I made um, it was like pineapple fried rice one time and fire. I was like, okay fire this is delicious did i ever do it again no because it took me forever <laughs> and a day <laughs> like, i was just over it, it was Yo. delicious phenomenal but it's like that one meal that i was prepping for the week and i still mm-hmm. had to make like four Everything other else. dishes like yep. i was just like i can't i can't do this no more like i gotta keep it simple and then pinterest will have you going into a rabbit hole like honestly <laughs> you'll be like you know what let me go ahead and do this this i gotta get these ingredients for this so you gotta be really mindful about 
how far that rabbit hole you are really trying to go down because mm-hmm. one meal, like you said, can take you a couple of hours and you're like, bro, I only have one meal for like two days. <laughs> so what else am right, I Right, like do? what am I doing? And then that's it. And then I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I'm just going to, sometimes I would just, I'll boil eggs in the morning and just all be like, this is what I'm eating for that's breakfast it. because I make nothing else but this fried rice and that's what I'm having for that's lunch. It. And I'll figure out dinner whenever that time comes. And that's kind of where you fuck mm-hmm. up. But um, So... I wanted to get into the next segment, um, which is hard on my sleeve. And it's where we get a little bit deeper about things that we've been through, things that we are going through and how we've gotten through it and all of that. So I wanted to talk about finding new ways to repurpose your craft during quarantine. Mm, That is a good one. (laughs) (laughs) that is a good one I so for me I felt like my craft has always been cooking but it kind of took a toll on me um you know with COVID going on and you having to be in the house every single day and cook every Mm -hmm. single day and so I had to go back to like my why so why do I like to cook why um is this calling me like, why do, you know, and really start picking apart. Well, why am I sick of cooking? Is it because I'm cooking the same things? You know, I'm just not trying to be creative enough or I'm not expanding my mind and getting new knowledge. So for me, Mm -hmm. it took buying all these different types of books that weren't necessarily cookbooks um, Mm. and other avenues um, in the cooking industry, you know, that helped me kind to, that really honestly helped me get back to my creative side and make me want to get back into cooking. So I really mm-hmm. started getting into um, bartending a lot more and making okay. mixed drinks and utilizing like food and fruits, that kind of way to um, help to make these drinks, but also to help pair the drinks that I was making with the type of food. So that was a new avenue that I was going down. And that actually really helped me to get back into the passion that um, I knew that I always had. And then sometimes you just kind of need a break from it. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you feel like you're so overwhelmed by just your craft, by your gift, by your passion, and it starts to hurt. It's stressful. You know, it's too much and it's overwhelming that sometimes you just got to like lay it on the table, be like, all right, if this is what God wanted for me, then I'm going to go ahead and take this break. Let me chill. Let me regroup. Let me get my mind right. And then I'll come back. And for the most part, that actually works because you're refreshed you have a new way of thinking and then that's when the creative juices start flowing and so those Mm -hmm. are those are definitely some things that worked for me um and then just being mindful of the fact that everybody is going through it you know you're not the only one so that pressure that we put on ourselves to be great at all times to like keep doing, keep going, you know, keep being better than what you were before every single second, every single minute of the day, that's exhausting, you know? So Mm -hmm. having that grace with yourself, having that conversation with yourself, like, look, let me go ahead and just like, some days you're going to be like, I don't want to do this. Some days you're going to be like, I love to do this. I want to do this, but you have to find that medium for yourself that you're comfortable with because it's going to always change. And you always Mm got to realize like, okay, so I was up one day, I was down another, like, how can I find a middle ground to just keep going on the days that I really don't want to? So right, definitely. And I love that you said, like, taking a break, like, sometimes you have to be still, right? Absolutely. And just like, figure out what it is 
that you want to mm-hmm. do and how you want to do it. So like before quarantine or before COVID, um, the end of last year, so it was like Halloween time. So October mm-hmm. until like December, I was big, heavy mm-hmm. on the makeup. Like last October, I participated in like 31 days of Halloween and yes. I posted a, I posted a Halloween look every okay. day for the month of October. And when I say like, it's not just like little looks, like mm-hmm. I was painting my face, painting my body. Girl, like, you was doing it. Was it was a lot. It was a lot, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then um, in November, um, I was like recruited to be in like a makeup show in this for December. So I was working on that all November. So it was like it was a lot to do with like makeup and things like mm-hmm. that. I started taking on clients more, and I had people like coming to the house. I have like a little studio, makeshift studio in my living room, yes. and all of that. And then COVID hit, and it's like all of that is out the window. Like right. no one is coming into my house. Like right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this Halloween, everyone was like looking for me to like do those makeup looks again. And I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I literally could not. And mm-hmm. I had to be, I had to be really honest with myself and realize that like, listen, I don't want to do something just because people are looking for it yep. and then not give my best that I know I <gasps> could give. Cause I know it would have been half Girl, that's the thing. And so many of us are willing to do things for other people and not really for ourselves that we just don't even put 100% effort into it. And then it's just like, Mm -hmm. all right, I mean, that's cool, but it ain't my greatest, you know? And don't you want to feel great at everything that is that you do, not just because of what other people are saying? So you have to feel you have to feel the passion in it. And even though this is something you love and something you enjoy, Mm Sometimes that passion isn't there and you have to feel it in order to really like put your best foot forward. And I don't, I like things to be done extremely organically, like extremely organically. I want to say, and I think I said this in a previous episode, Mm -hmm. like even with my guests, like Mm -hmm. whenever I book a guest, it's based off of like, we've had some sort of communication, some sort of conversation Mm -hmm. and, you know, things just come up and I'm like, you know what? Hey, like I would love to have you on the show. Like, you know, like I I like to be able to bring people on who it can just flow and it doesn't feel forced. I'm really big on that. Really, really big on that. Overall, like just organic personality, relations, all of that. You know, when it's forced, it's just like, you don't want to give your all. You don't want to really just, you're not excited about it. And, there's mm-hmm. nothing better than having like that real genuine excitement for just, you know, wanting to do a project, wanting to talk to people, mm-hmm. wanting to just like get your goals accomplished. You got to have that definitely. Right. So you've been a chef yes. for a while, but yes. now recently you just came out with your new brand and yes. your new project. So tell yes. us a little bit more about that. Okay. So my brand is called Chef Aaron Private Brunch Services. So what that really is, is an exclusive brunch experience. So like I said, I've always been into brunch. Um, I've always been into mm-hmm. breakfast. I feel like I can eat breakfast 365 from morning, noon, and especially at night. And so um, I realized that just going to all of these different brunches, There was a vibe there, you know, but there was something about that experience that was missed from, um, you know, the service. And we all know how sometimes we just have trash servers or it takes like an Mm -hmm. hour plus to get the food. And then the food is really not all of that, you know, and I felt like that was really what was missing. Everybody was trying to make this vibe happen with the brunch scene, but there was just everything wasn't really clicking. And so for me, I feel like having an experience exclusive 
type of brunch where you're getting everything. So not only are you getting a chef that is um, making things from scratch that are making dope options for you, things that you've never seen at brunch that you've kind of always wanted to try or have heard in the background, you know, like Nutella pancakes, you know, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. I wanted to be able to bring that along with being um, a mixologist and having curated specific drinks for the menu and then having that vibe to go with it. So you're with your girls or you're with your guy friends, you know, like you're at a corporate setting, all whatever type of event it is, or if it's an anniversary, you're going to get this exclusivity that you wouldn't necessarily get going to a restaurant and Mm -hmm. it's catered towards your own wants. So whatever it is that it, that you want, you know, you're going to get. So if you want a specific theme, I got you, you know, if you're looking for, if you have a menu that you're looking at that I've created on my website and you're looking at another menu and you kind of want to put those together, you know, I got you on that because that's what it is. It's about that exclusive feel that you're going to get with brunch, but you're also going to have an experience. You're going to have all the dope vibes and you're just going to have bomb ass food at the end of the day. Like (laughs) you just want to have good food, you know? And so that's why I felt like that was something that was missing, but people didn't really know how to go about doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, brunch is always big. A lot of people just feel like brunching is only for Saturdays and Sundays. No brunching is for every day of the week. Hence every day we brunch. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, and you can have it in any type of setting that you want to have it in, you know, um, and that's the niche that I have decided to go down. And I just want it to be something dope for people to experience, something that's completely new, that's different from what they're used to when they go out to eat and um, mm-hmm. to really get that chef experience that you've always wanted, but you didn't necessarily get. And now you have that intimate time to be able to have that with me. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. That really is amazing. Curating curating experiences is the new wave, right? So especially now, like during COVID, everything is so personal. Yes. And everything is so like, you know, it's only intimate group settings and I mean for the most part, like there's Mm -hmm. other there's places in America where they're just doing whatever they want. Right. Um, hence um that kitchen place in in Texas. Did you hear about that? Oh, I sure (laughs) did. I was like Okay. Why are y'all all there to begin with? Like, I don't doing? know. Maybe it's just me, but. Girl. <laughs> but you want, you know, so you want these intimate settings. Yes. And when you have people who can actually curate not only a, a menu, but also the drinks, because that's important. Yes. Because I feel like every brunch I went to, okay, the food was all right, but all the drinks were were mimosas or sangria. Exactly. Exactly. And on my menus, you don't see a mimosa in sight. You don't even see a sangria inside. You see actual mm-hmm. real chef curated drinks that I mm-hmm. have like put blood, sweat, and tears in creating, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I want to give you. Like, my favorite one actually right now, shout out and RIP to Nipsey Hustle, but it's, it's, so Mm -hmm. it's called a Nipsey Blue, and it's an actual Mm -hmm. blue drink. So, it's really dope. It's actually something that I want to um, film and post on my stories, so that is coming up, and uh, um, I just want to do creative, dope things with my drinks. I feel like Mm -hmm. there's more than just mimosas and sangrias, you know, on top of the fact that there's nothing like having, getting day drunk. There's nothing like it. 
Please. I miss getting day drunk. I totally miss getting day drunk and then being done by eight. I'm good to And in bed. And in bed. Like, you know what it is? To be out all day, have the time of your life, maybe even, you know, participate in a little sneaky link, all of that, and then be home by 10. Yo, you're good. (laughs) You are good. I miss those. And that is what I'm like, that's what I'm really trying to bring back. You know, you have everything you want. You have a private chef. You know, you Mm -hmm. have the music. You have this curated experience that is totally Instagrammable, you know, because Mm -hmm. we're all in that period where everything right. has to be photoed all kind of photo ops all of that you know and then you're getting good food and you're satisfied you're having fun you know you're not worried about anything it's in the privacy of your home or mm-hmm. it's in a particular space that you decide to have it in and it's just dope vibes all the way around and so yeah, that I'm sounds just, amazing i'm just ready to make that happen for you guys <laughs> make sure you check her out for sure yes. um okay so we're gonna get into our last segment okay, okay? and it's are you dead ass because you know i have to ask this question all the time no. um so before i start my dead ass okay. i wanted to ask if there was anything you wanted to get off your chest <sighs> i'm not gonna hold you i <laughs> have i don't know what has been going on lately but I really cannot stand like loud eaters so like when and I've just been noticing it like a lot lately people just don't have manners (laughs) so when it comes to you know your mouth being open you like smacking or like being extra as fuck when you're like tasting something and it's just Mm -hmm. like bro like you gonna eat it or it's not? It's never that serious. It's never that serious. You gonna close your mouth when you talk? Like what? What's going on here? <laughs> so that for me, I feel like because I've just it's been a reoccurring experience. I think just because I'm like really people watching at work right now, and I'm just mm. like really noticing it, and it's just like okay, that's really grinding my gears right now. Like I need you to yeah. chill out. Yeah, for sure. So, that's annoying. Oh. That is annoying. So when I was, um, when I was pregnant and it doesn't bother me that much now, Mm -hmm. but when I was pregnant, I used to hate when people would like hit their teeth on like their fork or their spoon. Ooh, girl. And Mm. I don't know what kind of super hearing I had, but I would hear it and I would just like cringe. Like, can you, can you stop? Like, there's no reason for that, for your utensil to hit your teeth oh my goodness i can only imagine and then you're <laughs> everything is heightened and i you definitely had supernatural hearing then to be able to hear all of that it. because definitely. it was annoying it drove me crazy it doesn't bother me so much now but mm. every now and again like i'll hear it and i'm and just like, like can you not doing too much doing too girl that's how i feel about people <laughs> like smacking. your teeth don't hurt that's how i feel about people smacking i'm just like who raised you to feel like that was okay to be doing that in public girl no home training no home training (laughs) um so my dead ass today is kind of about like instagram okay and the bullshit that's on there um i love instagram like don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong i love to take pictures like y'all see i'm i'm pretty active on it for the most part um but I had recently joined this app called Clubhouse, and I've spoken about this a couple of times because I have been obsessed with it. It's kind of it's kind of sick. Like, I need to chill <laughs> a little bit. Like, they need to cut me a check as much as I've spoken about it. Yes. Um, cut that check, Clubhouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
they ain't gonna cut the check. Like, the, everyone's talking about Clubhouse Girl. They're just gonna be like, okay, you're one of a million people. Um, but there has been so much like support mm-hmm. and like genuine like people fuck with you, mm-hmm. people that you've never met a day in your life, and it's not about like competition. I feel like on that mm-hmm. app yet. Again, it is still very new. Yeah. Um, it's invite only. So I think people are just very gracious to be on there. So they're just like, you know, down to network with anybody, mm-hmm. down to help whomever, down to support, down to just like, you know, like I've gotten so many tips and tricks on there, like yes. about marketing and branding and mm. all this stuff. And it's like things that you don't, things that on Instagram people are trying to charge you for all Absolutely. That. Like where's the check at? Can you just... and it, it's like, okay, and it's so new that not that many people have a lot of followers yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is essentially, it's not about the followership, mm-hmm. like how it is on Instagram. Okay. Like, nobody gives a fuck if you have 20 followers or 2,000 mm-hmm. followers, honestly, because it's just like everyone's just trying to get the bag on this thing, and you mm-hmm. never know who's actually more influential. It doesn't matter about exactly, the likes. Exactly, but who's behind the scenes, bro? Like, mm-hmm. that's what's up. It's so fire. And it's just like, I'm just, I have not, I have, I've been giving less and less of my energy to Instagram Mm. because I'm just like, I see the sneak dissing. I Mm. see the hate. I see like how sometimes people just want to be near you just to like, you know, like ride your own wave. And all of that is so corny to me. And I'm so over it. Like I'm so beyond over it. So that's, that's my dead ass. Like I think Instagram really needs to humble itself and everybody on there needs to just to do better because at the end of the day, it is just an app. So like, that's how I feel. And to be honest with you, I've actually never really liked social media like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had to like really evolve and go with it. Like even during my space, when everybody was changing their websites, like every other day, girl, HTML code, all of it. Yo, I legit was like maybe once every couple months, like I don't need (laughs) y'all all in my business like that. You know, with Facebook, I just don't understand that mentality. Um, you know, and just how people, like you said, it's corny, be sneak dissing and talking shit instead of it being a community, you know, where Mm -hmm. you can learn and grow and have fun and just see some dope things, you know, it's gotten into this competition and I Mm -hmm. totally feel you. That's why I'd be like, I'm MIA for a couple weeks, but you know, (laughs) now having a business, you can't do that. You have to, you have to have a presence. So it's really just kind of finding that balance you know, to not let that bullshit get to you and just to keep getting to the bag. For sure. Because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. At the end of the day, how many bags <laughs> do I have? Yes. That is a fact. All right. So tell my listeners where they can find you, how they can book you, whatever have you. Yes, yes. So you guys, please follow me on Instagram at Chef Aaron. It's C H E F. E-R-Y-N-E. And if you guys want to book me or get some more information, you can check out my website, which is chefaaron.com, or you can email me directly at Aaron at chefaaron.com. I would love, can't love wait it. to hear you guys. All of that, <laughs> I'm ready to do some dope shit, cook some dope food, and y'all gonna y'all gotta check me out. 
<laughs> love it. Love the branding too. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. All of your information will be linked down below so that my listeners can find you. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram underscore Steffi Kiss S T E P H Y K I S S, and the podcast page is Do I Look Fat Pod? Exactly how it sounds. Also, guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That is so, so, so important. I actually, it's it's fire, and I'm going to, you know, brag a little bit right now. I charted number one in the Bahamas, so Girl. someone in the, people in the Bahamas are fucking yes. with me. Yes! I'm with it. Like, I'm going to go visit y'all <laughs> because okay. I'm all for the tropics, you know? Okay. Um, so thank you to you guys over there because I really, really, truly appreciate it to be ranked number one like that's, that's what's crazy. up that is what's it's up. wild I, I almost fainted like when i saw it i was like number one in the bahamas Girl. like y'all really like me okay. oh places i see you boo. i see you <laughs> right for sure um so yeah leave a review make sure you give me five stars because that's always you know appreciated yes. thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the do i look fat podcast and remember new episode drops each and every fine and thick friday take care guys thank you bye Bye.